This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for episode 76, Game Week 8. I'm delighted to be joined by my co-host, Steve, once again. Exactly. No um, Uncle Mark in the studio this week. With a lot. Thank you so much for all the feedback and reaction and a lot of love for Uncle Mark out. And he is already promised. He's promised to join us again for a very special episode uh, a little later in the season. Reflections. Time now for reflections. Over to the host of the podcast, Samad. Yes, last week was, <clears> or <throat> last game week, it was quite a low scoring week. The average all around was only 38, quite a few low scores. And, well, what happened in it? Chelsea gained back a bit of form. So did Wolves, and West Ham fell to a shock defeat to Redford. But some brief news over the international break. We reflect over the lengthy international break. Well, the injury news, Rudiger seems to be injured and missing the next game. And some players like Rafinha, Jesus, might also miss the game because they're just coming back from international duty. Only fair, Sam, at this stage, as we talk about reflections, uh, last game week, which, as you say, was ages ago, three of the big guns, they're called the big guns in the league, they are in position one, four and five, and they all played their wild card. And this was, if I may criticise, because one of them is next to me, the classic template strategy. All the websites were advising you get through six, seven game weeks, and then Chelsea got the easy run. It was an easy game, supposedly. And, of course, they've all played the wild card. They've all got Lukaku. Sam, just tell us what Lukaku did in that game. Uh, I think he did more than Ronaldo did. He didn't do very much, was the short answer to the question. And, of course, now Lukaku is potential doubt, isn't he, for the... He's currently... He's currently not flagged and he was pitched in training, so it looks like he will start. But it's fair to say he has been disappointing after that start. And I just think that um, the three of you who had a good chance of the league are can now very much be caught this season. There's hope for us all. Manager of the week. Right, we're just going to have a look at the league table now. We'll do that in a minute. What we're going to have a look at, in fact, is the manager of the week. And uh, only, I say, 58 points, Sam, is right to say, that took the uh, manager award. But uh, fifth this week was 47. Good return for Tom Warville. Uh, the famous Tom Warville, we should say now, with his pints FC. Ian Reese, who a lot of people have written off, uh, is continuing his climb from the Scunthorpe United positions. He's up from 31 to 30th with 49 points this week. 50 for Evan Weeks, 53 for Darren Greaves. But Alina, I think that's the second time of this season that Alina has been named Manager of the Week and has uh, risen to 15th in the league. League table. It's always a little bit depressing when we look at the league table, particularly uh, when you're nowhere near the top 10. But the top 10, 10th uh, place, Evan Weeks and Tom Wilvo with uh, 419. Neil is on 427. Tom Kershaw, 438. 
and he's continuing a resurgence. I know, Sam, you wrote him off a few weeks ago. Lars Newbold never used to take fantasy all that seriously uh, in the days when we were at iPlayer together, but um, whether his new role has re-energised him, but much better effort this season and as well last season, 4-4-2, 4-4-8 for Sam Owen, always a class act. Alex Perry hovering ominously despite the disastrous wildcard. It was 4.50. Sam, your own wildcard and a poor score of 45 sees you go up one place. Unbelievable. 4.54. Seb is in third. Um, one to watch. Capturing Antonio and showing very imaginative team selection. He has 4.55. Darren Greaves. Uh, a lot of people are now saying is the favourite. And he's eating in to Ollie Doward's lead. Just 13 points now. Complacency set in at uh, the Oli Goners. Um, any word of advice, do you think? Because don't forget, uh, Oli, who's been maverick, he played his bench boost first game week. He's now wasted his wild card. Are you worried? Do you think Oli has blown it this season, Sam? Well, I think the wild card is a long-term strategy. I don't think... He is still top at the moment, you have to say, because... But he was 50 points clear, Sam. No... I think we can see that Darren's going to take him this week. Uh, possibly. He's gone for an interesting strategy, Lukaku and Ronaldo. This is yeah. quite rare. Mad. But... Absolutely mad. Seb's got that. Uh, no, who else has got that? That's a good point. Uh, Loz Newbold's got that. Neil's got it. Evan Weeks got it. But uh, I don't think it's going to pay off. We'll see, though. Talking points. Time now for the talking points. Uh, back to you, Samo. Yes, uh, for talking points, we have, of course, the big one, the Newcastle takeover, do you think? How long do you think it will be before it's time we will get Newcastle players in? Well, we simulated this in uh, FIFA 22 that we're both enjoying and pleased to say that uh, the honest uh, regime of North Korea took over Luton Town and gave us a billion pounds. We still though, are keeping our two centre-backs, aren't we? Sonny Bradley. And we've re-signed Luke Wilkinson from Yeovil. They're so far keeping everyone at bay. Uh, but in answer to your question about Newcastle, I believe Steve Bruce gets one more game. And then ex-Luton boss Graham Jones will be put in caretaker charge. And then all the money will arrive in January. question is, FIFA's really the only simulation we've got to go on. We were given a billion pounds at Luton. And in the first transfer window, we spent 400 million of it. Probably the biggest... Uh, decision we made was to sign Raheem Sterling. Uh, he was surprisingly offered to take a £125,000 a week pay cut to join <laughs> Luton, and he accepted a signing on fee of £15. But other than that, this is uh, silly money. The FIFA simulation is pretty similar to what's going to happen at Newcastle, isn't it? Who do you think they'll go for? Uh, it seems like... They're going to get Tarkovsky as a centre-back. He's quite, not a spectacular signing, but a solid signing. Would reinforce their defence. And I think they might also go for Jesse Lingard at the end, when his contract runs out with United at the end of this season. You read different things, but apparently they're going to have a German influence somewhere. And I think that would make sense, because whoever the new manager is, I would go for one who clearly has a system, as opposed to someone who just relies on individuals uh, so they can then create their own identity and style. 
But um, do read uh, any of Tom Warville's pieces on this. It's going to be a big subject coming up over the next few months. Second is City have very good fixtures and a lot of the wildcard teams are bringing City players in. So, Steve, which City players will you be considering? Well, I want to get rid of Ronaldo. Uh, so I've got to have a lot of money spare. But uh, So I was looking at Jesus, but you told me not to because apparently he's very tired coming back from Brazil. Yes, that is a factor. But the next three games, Burnley, Brighton, Palace. I think you've got to get some City players in for those. For my own team, I've... Well, not, I'm not going to spoil my transfers, but the players that I think you should consider are uh, Foden, Grealish, Cancelo, and then those are probably the main three I'd look at. And then you got De Bruyne, Diaz, and possibly Mahrez, although Mahrez is rotated a lot. But then so are Foden, so is Foden. Are you interested in any of those players? Not really, although I think it's, don't City always beat Burnley 5-0. I think I, yes. I read that somewhere. So, yes, you've got that. You have got that uh, slight slight concern. I don't really have a vacancy in midfield. I've got one in, in attack. Although for disciplinary reasons and actually pretty serious reasons outside football, um, I can announce that Basuma has left the specials team. Okay, that wraps it up for talking points. Game week preview. Time now for the game week preview, and we kick off on. Uh, I wonder if we should adopt Uncle Mark's strategy of reading out the full meantime. Watford Liverpool at twelve thirty hours. I'm going to go with probably a narrow Liverpool win. I think the Ranieri will set Watford up quite defensively here. So one 0 Liverpool. Uh, 1,500 hours, it's Aston Villa versus Wolves. I uh, can just see a Villa win here, mainly because they are at home and they'll be up for this game. Same time slot is Leicester, Man United. Uh, Leicester missing quite a lot of players and United are also missing their main centre-back pair. But I think this is kind of a must-win game for both managers because both are under quite a bit of pressure. So I think... United will somehow pull something up the bag and Ronaldo will probably have a factor in that, of course. City-Burnley? Yeah, as always, City normally thrash Burnley, I think. I think it'll be much different here. I think probably 3-0 City. Norwich-Brighton? Uh, I think I'll go with a rare Norwich victory. Southampton-Leeds? Southampton are not in good form at all this season. They keep this up. The manager could be under a lot of pressure. So I think Leeds will get something here. To no, now. the game I'm looking forward to, and we're going to be sorry to miss it, because we'll be travelling into London as this takes place, is Brentford-Chelsea. You can see Brentford frustrating Chelsea here. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. High-scoring draw for me. That Everton-West Ham is the Sunday kickoff at 2 o'clock. Uh, I think I'm going to go with an Everton win. It should be a close game, this one. And then Newcastle Spurs, Steve Bruce's last game. Yeah, I think Newcastle will go out with a bang. No, Steve Bruce will go out with a bang here, I think. Spurs have been pretty poor in recent games. Newcastle will somehow sneak a result here. 2-1. And then Arsenal Palace is Monday night. Arsenal have been in decent form lately. 
but I can still see this one being a nil-nil draw. Now Arsenal to win that pretty comfortably. Big one, Matthew. So Sam, who's going to be going big for Matthew this week? Well, I did mention him earlier. I'm going to go with Phil Foden. It's a big if because it's all depending on if he starts. But I think he's got less competition now with Jesus meant to be out and Torres definitely out. So if he does start, I think we'll be involved in a lot of the goals against Burnley. Yeah, makes sense. My team, your team. Time now for my team, your team. Sam, any changes at your team this week? I was considering to make two changes, but decided against it. But the first one is uh, Saar comes out because he's playing Liverpool. Though Saar did score twice, I think, against Liverpool he last did. time. He did. But um, in comes Phil Foden, hoping that he plays against Burnley and scores a hat-trick. Yeah, I think I'm going to go unchanged. I'm looking at this side and they're all, they all say to me, Steve, we're in form. Um, we want to put on a show for you. And so, who am I to deny them? Only slight selection dilemma, Liveramento, uh, at home to Leeds. He's knocking on the door. He's saying, Gaffer, I want to start. But I say to him, listen, you've got Tyrone, you've got Shane, and you've got Trent. In front of you, you can't. I can't. I can't give you pitch time because uh, your performance is not quite at the right level. And of course, poor old Eric Dyer sits in fourteenth position. You just can't trust him, can you? He did. Uh, he did get some points uh, in that game recently, but and I do like him because every time there's a free kick, I don't even notice this, Sam. But Eric Dyer always seems to step up and take it. Never goes anywhere near the goal, but he continues to get given chances and one day and it will be the day I don't play him Eric Dyer will score perhaps it will be on Sunday Sam who are you putting your trust in with the armband I'm going to go for probably the obvious pick this week is Mo Salah although I think a few people might go Lukaku as well but I just think there is a chance that Liverpool could steamroll Watford and new manager hasn't sorted, hasn't sorted anything out of her. Maybe, but I just think Salah's the safest pick this week. He's been in amazing form. There's been lots of talk about him being one of the best in the world. Not sure what you think of that. I personally well, incredible agree. Goal. Incredible goal. And, uh, yes, yeah. I agree with what people are saying about him. Yeah. So. I think Tyrone Mings is going to have a good week this week because uh, people are starting to doubt him, but... Immense for England. Never lets England down. And uh, when he gets up in that box, he is a threat. So maybe this is the weekend where all three of my starting defenders will score some points. High hopes as well for Gray at home to West Ham. He's always looking lively. I just think the team is looking pretty strong. Can't complain. The fourth official indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. So that's it for another game week. Sam, any closing thoughts as we head into game week eight? Big point in the season next week because we're effectively a quarter of the way through. Uh, but remember, this league is never won in October, but it can be lost at Christmas.
Yes, it is an interesting time of the season. I think over the next few weeks, you may see a few managers in the Premier League lose their jobs and come under pressure. Like because Watford have kicked it off early, of course, they often sack their manager. So I'll be interested to see how Ranieri does. I'll be interested to see how many people's wildcards do because a lot of managers, I think, have wildcarded over the international break. And also, I think it's fair to predict that we both are not confident that Ranieri will still be there in March. And on that thought, positive thought for all Watford fans, all the best and good night. Good night, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.